In Aztec culture, the heart was believed to be a fragment of the sun's heat, a small fraction of the sun god's power that waged a constant battle against the forces of chaos and darkness. It was considered an honor for one to have their hearts sacrificed to aid the sun god in their celestial war. In cultures around the world, the heart is often recognized for both its physical and spiritual importance. Seen as a vessel for the human soul or a seat of the individual self, the heart plays an important role in legend and folklore. Being such a powerful symbol of love and life, it's not hard to see why creatures that have a hunger for the human heart are often the most feared. Beasts and spirits that not only find the human heart a particularly tasty morsel, but could also twist and turn their victims and drain them of their very souls. This case file joined the theorists as they chill out with some frosty weens and icy vagines in... Valentine's Day Creepy Creatures. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 176, Valentine's Day Cryptids. I'm your Valentine, Braden. I'm Zeltron. I'm Dan. <laughs> Fuck. Every rose has its thorn. <laughs> Just like every night has its dawn. Just like every cowboy sings, sings a sad, 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 sad song. 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 Every rose. Before I gotta stop before we get copyrighted. Yeah, I'm singing it too perfect. Play I gotta do again. my shirt up now. It's freezing. That's Andrew taking his shirt off. Oh, I wasn't all the way off. It's about eight buttons deep here. Not yet. You dare me? Double it's dare you. I had to I had to do mine all the way up. It's too cold. Uh, welcome to the Valentine's Day episode. Well, this is coming out a little bit before Valentine's Day, but close enough. If you are listening to this on Valentine's Day, I'm guessing things have gone amiss. <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. okay. That's totally yeah. fine. Yeah, instead of uh, getting some romance you're, on, you're listening you're to your... among friends. <laughs> you're listening to your boys talk about blood-sucking, hard-eating monsters instead. Right, that's what Valentine's Day is all about, right? Of course. It's true. <laughs> that, uh, chocolates. You know what they should bring back for adults is just handing out those little cards to everyone like you did in school. I ch ch choose you. Yeah. Everyone gets a little card. Mighty Morphin Power out. Ranger Valentine's Day cards. Those were dope. You get you like special ones for your crush. <laughs> right? You give, you give these shit cards to everyone, but then you're like, your crush gets like a full fucking envelope card, not one of those little baby cards. Or you sneak in a secret admirer card into the, a locker or something. Dude, you know, I used to, that's what I used to do in like elementary school and stuff. I used to, like when we were handing them out, you'd have those little tiny square cards. And I used to go and buy my crush like a big, like a big size Valentine's Day. And I would, I would walk around the class handing all these little guys out and I'd be like holding this envelope. And then I'd be like, this one's for you. Want to know how many times that worked for me? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Zero. <laughs> Dude, the batting average on that play, I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this and you're like picking up, do not do that play. It's oh for however many years I was in school doing that. First of all, if you're in school, you probably shouldn't be listening to this. So. Yeah. Yep. Turn it off. It's a bad play. It yeah. never <laughs> once worked. And more so than that, it was embarrassing after the fact for me. That surprises me because I just didn't know you got embarrassed. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, oh yeah. Childhood Brayden was embarrassed all the time. That's why hands I am now. Of walking embarrassment. Yes. Now I'm immune. <laughs> <laughs> He's built up a resistance yeah. to being embarrassed. 12 years of just sh straight embarrassment will do that. <laughs> and then you're just immune to it. Brayden's almost at Aussie level of don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I mean. 
I'm not gonna mm. drink piss off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Oh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> mm. Never say never. I mean, right? <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into some Valentine's Day cryptids. Where are we gonna start off with this? Uh, I guessing we're dedicating these ones to uh, monsters and ghouls that and demons that have a lust for love or blood or hearts. Heart eating, blood sucking, soul sucking cryptids. All right, so the first cryptid we're going to talk about tonight is Zell. <laughs> we've talked yeah. about him enough. He's got enough airtime. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about vampires enough. So we're going to give you a few, a uh, few different ones tonight. Yes, perhaps a little bit lesser known ones. You have the the creature from Danish folklore known as the Val Raven, which I thought that one was pretty rad, pretty yeah. metal for a Valentine. You know, if you're if you're set on having a very uh, heavy metal Valentine's Day, you probably want to check out this creature well it's funny i'm pretty sure there's a band called val raven there is i, I yeah there's gotta be oh for sure and i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's a metal band too <laughs> dude actually i don't know that for sure if it's not I, i'll be disappointed it looked, it looked like a metal band when i saw the video and i just went well you know me soft rock only so i didn't even listen it's too oh, risky man. with a name like val raven Ra- european like, oh. death metal is fucking awesome so this this creature uh, seems to be come from the folklore that was recorded back in the late 1800s. So it's a rel- it seems to be a relatively recent creature, but also folklore involving ravens goes way 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 back. So I don't think anybody's 100% sure where it comes from, but we have this creature which is essentially a raven, uh, which are held in high esteem in most uh you know, Scandinavian and Danish cultures uh, associated with some of the high gods and things like that. But this a Val Raven essentially is a raven that perhaps came upon the body of a chieftain or a king who had died in battle. And if that body was not somewhat buried or made inaccessible to these creatures, the raven could consume their flesh and especially their heart. Yep. And if it gained their heart, it would take their human knowledge and then become something more than a raven, like some uh, sort of like shape-shifting super raven. (laughs) Yeah. Probably go on to win the Super Bowl multiple times. Now, the folklore holds that this creature, uh, one of the stories that it's most featured in is a story that is, it seems very strangely similar to Rumpelstiltskin. The story kind of goes that uh, a young maiden makes a deal with a Val Raven, uh, promising to give over her firstborn to this creature. Um, Wait, which what? I don't know why hold you on, exactly hold on, do that. Hold on, I read that in the notes, and now I'm starting to think I don't know what the story of Rumpelstiltskin is. <laughs> I don't really either, to be honest. Did you remember the, the story of Rumpelstiltskin? No. I feel like I purposely blocked it out. What? What? Creepy. It is a creepy story. So the, the story of Rumpelstiltskin, the the maiden, uh, it, it gets taken by the king, and then like she doesn't want to marry him, but she's what did she say? She she can turn straw to gold, but she can't actually do it. But Rumpelstiltskin, which is the this, one I thought this was the one where she like fucking sp- had this fucking spinning yarn shit and pricked her finger. No, that's that's no, fucking that's Sleeping Beauty. Uh, Sleeping Beauty, man. <laughs> what? God damn, dude. Then what's the one where the fucking the the chicks passed out and the guy comes and kisses her? Snow Sleeping White. Beauty. Well, there's two. There's Sleeping Beauty and Snow White. Yeah. There's two of them. You're all over the map. I I have I don't even know if I know what Rumpelstiltskin is then. I'm gonna go ahead. I was with a little conf- I was confused when I read that when in your notes, Dan, that said, oh, it's similar to Rumpelstiltskin. And I'm like, well, I don't understand that at all, but I know Rumpelstiltskin. Hold on. Pause. Pause. Yeah. Brayden, tell us the story that you think of Rumpelstiltskin. I, I want to hear this. Let's, let's hear what you think. <laughs> well, the story just of said he thought it was Sleeping Beauty. I thought, I thought it was this girl, and she like had the sewing wheels, and then there was like a wicked witch that was like named Rumpelstiltskin, the witch. I I actually thought the girl's name was Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> And, uh, Princess Stiltskin? I don't know what it... I, honestly, I don't know what I was thinking. But then I thought she was like, if you get pricked, when you're going to get pricked by a needle and die. 
like or go to sleep forever. Uh, I guess that sounds a lot like Sleeping Beauty. I didn't see. I didn't think because <laughs> it is. <laughs> I, right. I, honestly, I couldn't tell you anything about Rumpelstiltskin now. I'm so lost. The Valraven is similar to Rumpelstiltskin, and Dan's going to keep explaining what it is. <laughs> I'm so, I'm I'm in the I'm in the passenger seat now. I'm I'm here to learn, just like everyone else now <laughs> at this point. So uh okay, I guess I thought I thought Rumpelstiltskin was kind of universally known. I thought everybody kind of learned that story as a kid. Anyways, hold on. Uh, hold on. Andrew. Yeah. Tell me the story of Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpel who? Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> <laughs> What's the name? What's the name? <laughs> It's she okay so it's the lady the princess whoever was supposed to for some reason she said or she was supposed to be able to uh turn yarn into fucking straw into gold yeah and she couldn't and she couldn't so she made a deal with this little troll motherfucker named rumpelstiltskin in order he would turn the the whatever into gold and she would give him her firstborn child it's from brothers Grimm or whatever right Uh, i don't know if it's exactly from brothers Grimm, but it's a fairly old and it's, fairly it's a old weird creepy ass German fucking Belchnickel Rumpelstiltskin story I've never heard of it the Valraven has a similar story where a young maiden <laughs> promises the to give the Valraven her firstborn for some reason I, I'm pretty sure it explicitly states that it's going to eat it um, and then so she tries she gets married uh, the uh, you know with them and then gets married to a prince of some sort and then hands over her firstborn to the Valraven to, I don't know, to, to satiate it, I guess, and make it go away. <laughs> and then it consume. And then in this story, the, the Valraven consumes the, the, the child and then becomes a knight. Now, like when, when I was, when I was reading into these things that that's like the main story, but like, if you just go with like the wick, like the, the fandom of these, it doesn't have to be just that story. It can be like any fallen Night in battle can be eaten sure. by, by a raven and they become one of these val ravens. And yeah, to Dude, take that's the- way cooler. That's cool to me. That's not eating babies. Now, is it maybe even like human flesh that they're eating that they get the powers from? It states specifically, specifically the heart to change into a val raven and then a child to turn into a knight. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So it's kind of useless nowadays. Yeah, well, since we, we, I mean, I. We got we got to talk. We got a couple people lis- listening from that part of the world. Let's let's hear some stories of some real Val Ravens. Got an uncle who was taken. That's fucked up. Do you have an uncle that was a chieftain or a king, <laughs> and and died in battle? Just fell in battle. Con- we yeah. want to hear from you. <laughs> Call in next uh, cosmic channel. Yeah. <laughs> so these things, once they would eat the hearts of a knight and gain knighthood, um, like w- was that their end goal? Like that was in game for them. They're like, huh. Well, then they gain they gain uh, like supernatural powers at that point, so they can shape shift into either large ravens or these kind of part human, part bird creatures. Um, they would use other th- the powers to perform uh, malicious acts, is what they they kind of coin them as, and then they could also lead people astray. So it's it's just kind of this. I guess some kind of trickster, <laughs> malevolent spirit creature. Asshole bird. Yeah. yeah, like read that. I that's such a broad like way to describe. I think they could lead people astray. Like, what do you mean? Like off the trail in the woods, or like you know, fuck up their life goals. What does it mean? What does that mean? <laughs> right? Are they playing short game or long game with these people? How shitty are these birds? Well, I mean, uh, ravens are already the, one of the smartest birds, so they've probably been fucked with from humans so many times that when they turn into a vow raven, they just return the favor tenfold. Just like land on your shoulder and give you fucking shitty stock tips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buy game stock. Hold. Yeah. Hold. Hold. It's good. Don't worry about it. Uh, to the moon. The next creature that we would find that has a penchant for consuming the hearts of humans would be the ancient Egyptian goddess known as Amit oh. or Amut or Amit. Amit? One of those things. Uh, Amit the- too. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a very it's a fairly short name, which actually is generally translated in Egyptian to devourer or aka 
the Devourer of the Dead, a.k.a. Devourer of Millions, a.k.a. Demoness of Death, a.k.a. Demoness of the Underworld, a.k.a. Eater of Hearts, Bone Eater, Eater of Souls, oh, Greatness Jesus. of Death, and Dweller got- or Devourer in Amenta. She's Bone got more fucking names than- ready. She's got more names than Puff Daddy. Well, dude, yeah. that's what you get when you have a creature that's croc- half, like crocodile, hippopotamus, and lion all rolled up into one. Can I Nasty can I bastard. make one thing from the pictures? Sure. It's the worst part of the hippopotamus. The back end. <laughs> yeah. I thought you would have loved that. Yeah. Is the there big any old more booty. juicy cheeks than a fucking hippopotamus? <laughs> big old booty. It's true. It's true. I guess a lot of power in those in those glutes, man. In those glutes, oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's it's generally thought that the the kind of the the shape of Amit is or the appearance of Amit is based on rolling all of the three deadliest creatures uh, in Egypt or what Egyptians were familiar with and creating this. Uh, if you were going to have a spirit or a creature that embodied divine retribution, all the things that you were afraid of, those are the creatures that you want. Hippos are mean as fuck. They're terrible. Dude, they're, they're they're responsible so for mean. the most deaths in Africa. I'm pretty yeah. sure like, they we kill should do everything. a case file on Western society's like love of hippos and like are like <laughs> are hyping we them have as a these love cute of things. Well, people think they're cute. I don't like, love oh, hippos. Hippo, save Did the say, hippos. I don't love hippos. No hippos, fuck shit up. Scary man. man. I remember seeing one in the Calgary Zoo for the first time. Scared the shit you're, out of me. No, I don't know if this is fact, but I'm gonna say it as if it is. But you're more likely to die from a hippo attack than a shark attack. Hundred percent. 500 I mean, yeah. quick search 500 hippo kills a year on humans wow yes Fuck. they're extraordinarily territorial they're extraordinarily aggressive like it's and they cruise man those things are fast they're they're they deceptively fast back to the glutes. in the water well, and on land just Dude, like that's me. where all the power comes from the glutes. They're my spirit animal you wouldn't expect them be. to move so fast on land but no god damn no. can you move fast like a sloth under the water shit even quicker <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just slides on the top of it like he has a belly board type thing. Greases but himself getting up to and the just takes off. Heart of the matter. Amit was known to sit nice. beneath the scales of justice in the afterlife. So when you would die as an Egyptian, you would go before Osiris, the god of the dead, and then you would have your your kind of your good deeds and your bad deeds weighed against a feather from the goddess, uh, from the headband of Ma'at, who is like the goddess of justice. And so you put, or you put the, they put the feather on the one scale and then they, you would weigh your bad deeds against the other. If it came out about even or somewhat well balanced. I, bad deeds. I mean, like from my readings, it was like, it was, it's your actual heart, like your heart weighed against the feather. And if your heart was not pure, fucking hippo boy slug it down <laughs> well yeah your heart which is is filled with the kind of story you know your your good karma or whatever you want yeah. to call it um it, there are other interpretations where in the afterlife you would kind of argue your your deeds or your life your lifetime you know uh against against toth who is the the god of like kind of knowledge and things like that? Who would kind of be your prosecutor? So you'd be arguing as to why you would be admitted to the what do they call them like the field of grain or the, yeah. the field of reeds, which is the, thought, the kind of good the good life the good the have the heaven. I thought that was Sobic though. I thought that's it was Sobic that did that that devoured you if your soul was deemed evil. Was probably oh Sobic the I think Sobic is the. The crocodile, the Nile right, crocodile. Right, but I don't think, no, it's Amit is the devourer, but uh, Sobek does, I, an, I, I think his that. his purview is another one. Maybe it's that's another thing. mythology from different No, Sobek like, is an Egyptian god, but I just... No, Sobek is the, he's the one, I, I remember when they're, anyways, I could, so, I'll have to look that up. Basically, if Amit would eat it, they said it was like a second death, and your soul would be doomed to be restless forever doomed to wander the earth for eternity yeah yeah <laughs> sometimes that suck so you die you're on the on the river down to the underworld you have your heart weighed and they just huck it over their shoulder to fucking am it yep all right just like smack here, it off there anyone's here amit's eating all our hearts right we can pretty much agree universally on that no. 
What are you talking about? Emmett's a good buddy. Yeah. Back in the day. Boy. Oh, yeah, right. Buddies, yeah. <laughs> you're kidding me? You're going to tip yeah. the fucking scales. Um, Argue for you, a mistrial. Yeah. <laughs> this whole court's hey, out of hey, order. Can't talk your way out of Emmett there, buddy. <laughs> he, sees, he sees through your bullshit. We're buddies. So after Ammon eats your heart, your soul just wanders the this realm for eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're you pretty know much, brain's yeah. getting eaten because he'd be ejectifying Ammon right when he'd get the opportunity. Mm. Right when he's weighing his heart, fucking brain's <laughs> be like, making a comment about his cheeks. Those exactly. glyphs don't do these don't do you justice. I will not be <laughs> ejectified by you, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna chomp your ass. Give him a big <laughs> on the ass. <laughs> Give him a little clap on the way by. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get a motor in. All right, let's uh, let's move on to another one. The old succubus, the classic succubus. And I don't know if we've talked about succubuses before. I don't think we ever have. I was I trying to. I we've probably mentioned them at some point because I oh, don't yeah. know. You can go through most of your life without hearing or talking about a succubus at some point. Yeah. Whether you know one personally, perhaps, or metaphorically. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Metaphorically, everyone does always, people talk about succubuses or incubuses. Yeah. Depending. Right. So the, the male counterpart to the succubus being the incubus. Right. So specifically succubus, you know, I'm actually not 100% sure which comes first. The succubi, I guess, the succubi being plural. So you have the succubi or like the incubus. I feel like the incubus popped up later in folklore than the succubus. I feel like the succubus has been around a lot longer. Um, Well, like you can bring succubuses back to like fucking the garden of Eden. Can you not? Pretty much. Yeah. Well, the first instance of incubus incubi are actually 2400 BC. So when is succubus It's 1400. So it's actually, I think incubus are older. Right. So, but it, I'm saying it depends on which, it kind of depends on which succubi you kind of go by, whether it's like the incarnation or what the original concept of succubuses are. Because the original concept of a succubus, a kind of lady demon, uh, yeah. goes all the way Sexy. back to Sumerian culture. Yeah. That's where, that's, I, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm looking at with incubus too is. Okay. The so then, yeah. Thing. So then they probably rose, then they rose probably at the same time. Now, when I, when sure. I think of a succubus, I think of like a sexy demon lady with Megan Fox, sc- scantily clad with her little bat wings. Yeah, speaking <laughs> whispers into your ear, and next thing you know, her her little bat wings that are there's no way they're gonna lift her off the ground. <laughs> she got to beat them real fast. Digital, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She lures you, lures you. You do something you shouldn't have, and then she steals your soul. Boom. That's what I want to know. Like when we were when I was doing reading on this. You know, everything I read and like the origins of the succubus is that they were fucking nasty, horrible creatures that were not good looking at all. Like, I want to know when they became sexy. Yeah, they used to be referred to as like terrifying monsters with like three sets of boobs. Yeah, it's scary, man. Yeah, they used to have like bird legs or or goat legs and and just really nasty, sharp, two rows of teeth and all this kind of weird shit. It's just like, this doesn't sound pleasant at all. When I think of succubuses, this is, you know, I'm on board with Zell's description. Yeah, Megan Fox. What was that I movie mean, called? you don't see giant three boobed horrors on the cover of like uh, death metal albums. Like you see the the sex or you know, power metal albums. You see the sexy succubus. Oh man, we should have had we should have had uh, R. T. Graver or whatever the, his name is coming in as an expert on succubuses. Oh right. shit! We blew it. We did blow it. Fuck's sake! Shout out to his book Succubus. Check it out. Oh no, check it out. Um, but like succubus means to lie beneath. Is it right. no? Yeah, Latin. it comes Latin? from it comes from the Latin, and then incubus is to lie upon. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, yeah. so either yeah. way, you're getting missionary. It's going to be boring. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, that's bullshit. If I'm going to get my soul sucked away from me, it better be some freaky shit. Like that's not fair. Well, hey, I don't write Latin. Mm. The rules were set. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. So according to Jewish folklore, the Lilin, uh, which are like uh, 
succubuses are considered a kind of category of Lilin demon are actually the daughters of Lilith and Adam. And I think most people have, well, maybe not everybody, because some people in this podcast haven't heard about Rumpelstiltskin, so maybe not everybody <laughs> knows hey, about Lilith. I've seen Supernatural, Dan. I know all about Lilith. Okay, all right. Lilith, so, I yeah. slayed right. Lilith in Diablo 2 or Diablo 3, yeah. one of those. Yes. She was like the uber, uber boss. So you're familiar with Lilith, but not the story of Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah, I'm not childish. Uh, both made-up stories, so who cares? Yeah. Are I'm they an adult? Uh, if you don't know who Lilith is, uh, in the like Jewish folklore, Lilith was the first wife of Adam. Uh, a lot of a lot of modern interpretations, or some of the uh, uh, there there are some stories that have her perhaps being banished from the Garden of Eden for not wanting being to, subservient, right? Not wanting to uh, be second to Adam, wanting to be equal, so they cast her out. I mean, yeah. that's what I don't like. You, I see where she's coming from. She was made from the same fucking clay that Adam was. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, she's got a point. Does have a Why point. does she need to be some like bullshit? Why? Uh, why you want to follow that guy? I don't get it. He's a dick. Hmm. So, I mean, her story is very similar to other uh, other figures in you know ancient mythology. You have you know creatures like like Medusa, like the Gorgons, things like that. I would think those would kind of be. Sirens too, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So any of those ones where it's kind of like a, a female creature luring, uh, you know, men to their death with either promises of freaky sex or or whatever, <laughs> you know. So it's not. It, it's been around for a really long time, and and succubus is just like it's it's almost like I feel like it's ingrained in our culture. Like it's just like everybody kind of knows what it is. Whether if you don't really know, you know what it means. Like if somebody calls. You know their girlfriend a succubus. You, yeah, you might know, but then I go. You know, I guess context is important. Yeah. So you might be like, she's a succubus. Might be a good thing. Eh, it might be a bad thing. <laughs> Depends which part. Yeah. What? You, which part of the uh, the succubus tale are you talking about? It's like if she's got you know three sets of three sets of saggy tits and goat feet, then it's like the bad one. Yeah. Yeah. It's then and version. then she's still she's still having sex with you. She's just manipulating you psychically, so you don't get no pleasure out of it, and she just. What what do they do? They steal your semen and make little monster babies or what? Okay, listen, come on. We're being a little harsher. We've all been at fucking flashbacks at 2.15 a.m. <laughs> the music stops and it's still dark and you got to fucking pull a trigger. Well, that's you not a succubus I mean? because you're making that decision. Well, I mean, she's making me make that decision. Well, she, <laughs> she, she, she's psychically manipulating you? Yeah, she's yeah. fucking... Shaking those fucking set of three she's got there, and you know, yeah. what are you gonna do? Two rows of teeth, yeah. <laughs> gotta slay a few dragons before you get your princess, all right? Or in, in that case, you a couple succubus, a succubus. <laughs> yeah. succubus. but Just hey, listen. a succubus dressed up as a nine. <laughs> Not everybody has had a raw deal from a succubus, though. Have you guys heard of the story of Pope Sylvester II? I have not. Oh, right, yeah, okay. No. So, so back in the early thousands, um, they're on his deathbed. Um, uh, Pope Sylvester II confessed that a succubus named Mary Diana helped him rise through the ranks of the Catholic Church and become Pope. Apparently, he met her when oh. she was young, and she kind of offered right away. She's like, "Listen, I can help you get everything you've ever dreamed of. You just have to fucking be loyal to me for the rest of your life." And he agreed. And it all worked out for him. And on his deathbed, he confessed all this shit. And this is like, this is legit. And then he still gets to go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I concerned oh, yeah. with demons, but I repented on my deathbed. So you just got to say sorry. He's Catholic. Yeah. Everybody knows it's okay. Groovy. Now, quick side note. I'm like, doesn't it make more sense to not live a Catholic lifestyle and just repent before I die? I'm just well, saying. Not, well, not if you have a sudden death. It doesn't I mean, matter then. if you're not Catholic. It's true. You'd have what to fucking be baptized. You'd have to be baptized on your deathbed and then repent. And Easy. Seems... What, what's the Catholics' view on bastards? You're dead. I'm, I'm dead too, though. Then <laughs> sucks. But like, it makes me wonder. It's like, do you think? Here's a question for you guys. Now, do you think that maybe he summoned a demon, and a, and a succubus appeared because he wanted to become? fucking pope or do you think he just randomly ran into a succubus on his way home from school 
I don't know. It makes me question when you see really powerful men with really powerful women that have like just been by their side. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of wonder, like, could we attribute some of them or some of them succubi or incubi or just inc- so all power yeah. couples or succubus? No, I'm not saying I'm not saying power <laughs> couples, but I mean, I mean, you you always hear stories of like you know whatever so and so became rich and he's he's still with this one person. That from, you know, that he met eons ago. I can't think of any Or it could just be right a healthy now. relationship for successful <laughs> nah. people. Wait, nah. wait, so he are you saying that this hypothetically that there's this guy? I'm saying with the only way to become successful is to find yourself a succubus and commit yourself to it for life. <laughs> and repent on your deathbed. That's it. And that's that's to become Pope? Yeah, you ride it to your Pope. Ride it to your Pope. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Pope Braden. Yeah. Wise words from 2034. <laughs> Got a lot of work to do. Buddy, I'm for first round. First round Pope too. You see that white smoke right away. There's a black smoke. Whatever the smoke. <laughs> Whatever the good right smoke away. is. Whatever the good smoke is. I thought it was red smoke. Red smoke? That was black know. smoke for death of Pope. White smoke for... New Pope. New Pope. Red yeah. smoke, smoke for red smoke for sucky. Red smoke pope. means something's fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something's burning there. Okay, so I think that's we've summed up everything with succubus. Well, and incub- like in- incubus is the exact same, but obviously they are demons that target females. So male okay. form. Same thing, little baby wings. Yeah. So or do, sometimes they are a succubus that has turned into an incubus. Oh, so they they first seduce a man, switch into right. an incubus, seduce yep. a female, right. har- oh. harvest both egg and semen, and produce little demon spawn children. Or take the yeah, or take the the juice from the dude, get the juice to the lady. Lady has his baby, and I know the ladies listening are wondering, well, how do I know if I'm dealing with an incubus? Well, you can identify them by their unnaturally large or cold penis. <laughs> Zell. Cold? <laughs> How do you know it's cold? How right? do you know that? <laughs> We're getting into well, some weird territory. Podcast, he's a bottom, so all right. <laughs> all right. Oh, he's he's got like, the- I've I sat next to you. I've I stood next to you on a like a crowded bus. So the only way to tell if it's an incubus they have a large penis, but it's ice cold, is what you're saying. It's ice cold, yeah. Okay, well, there you have it. That should be easy to identify. Yeah. Just well, so yeah, you know. I guess. Dude, seriously, though, you would for sure, because most of the time, as we all know, we got to fucking make the excuse that we're in the pool. Yeah. Right? Because when it's cold, that shit fucking... It's the same as Sporsween. It just, like, fucking inverts yeah. almost. Yeah. It's remember, if he's packing nine-inch ice, he ain't yeah. so nice. Yeah. <laughs> If he goes in the pool and comes out and he's fine, incubus. Incubus. It all makes sense. Well, yeah. judging by that theory, then a female, an, a succubus would have an ice cold vagina. That's what you're saying. I think that is, a, yeah, is one of their qualities, actually. If going by that theory, if an incubus and succubus can turn into each other and one has an ice penis, one's got to have an ice vagina. It only makes sense. Mm. Right. So, <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, Fuck, succubuses cool. are described having ice cold vaginas. We're adding to the fandom of succubus right now. This is going to yeah. be updated to the internet. This is all legit. This is facts. We're not updating nothing. Frosty weens and frosty yeah. vagines. Yeah. Right. Braden's experienced both an incubus and a succubus, I guess. But you never transformed. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how do you know? All right. All right. Yeah, what he, else he always got? turned the lights off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Before we would derail ourselves any farther, we're gonna take a quick beer break, oh, and we're gonna move sakes. on with some more cryptids. <laughs> Be right back. So, not all our monsters are only about eating hearts and icy weens and frosty vagines. <laughs> we can also talk about the. The the story about the beautiful young woman named May Ma, is it Maynak from this is a story from Thailand. It's a good, bit of a ghost story. So 
There was a young woman who lived on the banks of the Prakanang Canal, which is in you know near Bangkok, and she had recently married a young man uh, named Mak, and Mak went on to be conscripted into the Thai army at the time. Sounds like you're the guy from fucking the uh, the room, Mac. Oh, Mac. hi, Mac. <laughs> well, it's M A K. It's just Mac. Mac. Oh, hi, Mac. <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mac. If anybody's if anybody hasn't watched the movie, there's there's a Thai movie that came out recently, probably just like two or three years ago, called P Mac, and it's fucking hilarious. Like it's it's about this this specific story, which is a kind of a classic uh, ghost story told in Thailand. And um, what happens is that while Mock is away uh, at, uh, you know, fighting in, in, in the war at the time, I think it was during the, the events are believed to happen during the rule of King Rama the fourth. Um, it's a couple, like 17. I don't know. How many, how many Later kings have there been? Oh, it's been a couple because they're on King Rama the 11th or 10th now. So that's King Rama the 10th, but it's been a couple. <laughs> Um, so Mach is off fighting and while he's off fighting, uh, Maynock dies in childbirth, uh, with his, with his son. And so when he returns, he doesn't know that she's died, but she's there to welcome him when he gets back. He goes on living with her for days, for weeks. Right. Um, and the villagers actually know that Maynock has actually died. They know that she has passed away and they try to tell him about that her dying but eventually she kills each villager that tries to tell mock about her being dead and the only way that he finds out that she is has become a spirit of some type is that she drops she drops something and it almost goes into the canal and she she's the type of ghost I actually forget off the top of my head what, what they're called, but the, um, I don't think they specifically have a name, but uh, this type of spirit has very elongated arms and she kind of reaches out like Mr. Fantastic style and grabs <laughs> something uh, to, to keep it from, to prevent it from falling into the canal. And he sees that. And so mock eventually uh, just kind of, he books it. He's like, Nope, fuck this. I'm living with a ghost. Pulls an Andrew, says, I got to go pee. And he fucking takes a, off. You're not sprint. Reed Richards. This doesn't make sense. I'm fucking out of here. Uh, which is quite sad. And then she, he ends up taking, he ends up taking uh, shelter in a Buddhist temple. And there is a priest there, which ends up exercising the spirit of Maynock. And then there are differing accounts and there's different interpretations of what happens to her. Some is that she is actually imprisoned. Her spirit is exercised and then placed inside a, a like a small bone of some type that the priest used. And it is actually kept as a relic now uh, to one of the, one of like the powerful families that are still, that still exist in Thailand uh, actually have this relic. Uh, which they believe is the actual, the the remnant of Maynock's spirit imprisoned inside of it forever. Oh, so it's where's terrifying. where's the jar now? So you're saying there's a chance she gets out? <laughs> there, well, there's actually a. I think there's actually a story where she does get released, and then um, she's actually released from her first. Um, because because there's differing accounts, there's some that she was imprisoned like in a jar of some type or something like that, and then she she got out at some point, and then another uh, Buddhist priest had to come in and then imprison her again. So right, yeah. So, so she still exists. Perhaps she's still it's still a po- she's still a popular figure in Thai folklore. Like there's like I said, they just made a movie about her. There's tons of movies about this type of creature that is usually um, produced during. Uh, Thai folklore has a ton of these uh, spirits, which are usually vengeful after they've either died in childbirth or if they've been betrayed by the one that they love. These kinds of things happen, you know, <laughs> more often than not. So you have these 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 spirits born of jealousy, of um, you know, longing for those that they love, and then jealousy will do that. Yeah, brings out the worst in you. Yes, not a good look. And also sometimes give you stretchy arms, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But if anybody if anybody wants a, a funny movie to watch, it's actually like it's a comedy movie, but it's about it's this ghost. Funny. Yeah, it's called P Mock. And it's just like it's 
it's really it's a actually really funny movie <laughs> about this specific story. Very popular. It, would you say it's Sanuk Mak? I would say it's Sanuk Mak Mak. Yes, Sanuk Mak Mak. Nice. Next up, uh, you know, keeping with kind of that part of the world, we have the Mandurugo. I, now, I don't know if that's the exact pronounce how, how you pronounce it. I have no idea. Um, and, and it's a variety of an asswang, which we've talked about before. And what's an <laughs> asswang? I have no idea. I know we talked about it before. The, it's the same uh, thing that Rumpelstiltskin is. They're like it? shape-shifting evil creatures. Sure. Right? Uh, Bloodsuckers. Just shape-shifters. Now, these mandarugos in Philippine folklore, they usually you know, are young, beautiful women by day, um, but develop wings, long, sharp tongues by night. And they have one of the things that I loved is they have wings on their back and on their buttocks. So just wings and then a set of smaller wings to make sure their their ass is in the air as well when they're taken off. So you got you got like wings and a tail tail rotor? Yes. Yes, exactly. Ah, okay. Two smaller gotcha. wings. And um, it makes sense in aerodynamics. Yeah, like, you yes. gotta keep stable. Yeah. Without it, you just be spinning around in circles. The Mandurugo, they use, they have like sharp tongues. And so they'll cut the inside of your mouth or prick your neck and uh, they drink your blood. Now it's like there's, a vampire there's bat. Yeah, kind, like, yeah. kind of, yes. And there's there's two different kinds. There's... There's the mandarugos that will marry an unsuspecting man and prey upon them until they die, right. um, usually very quickly. There's a there's a great tale where um, this young, beautiful woman marries this young, kind of chubby guy, and within a year, this chubby Ooh, guy has... Are you easy. talking about your marriage, Braden? No. <laughs> this chubby guy is withered away into nothing. Um I know and, you've been getting pretty skinny. You're getting skinny, Brayden. I mean, it's I mean, all coming together here. I've been coming back here, boys. <laughs> Fat Brayden's back. Skinny Brayden um, is waiting until April to lose it again. And basically, once this guy dies, she marries again. And this, the next husband dies within a year. She has a third husband. And the third husband uh, dies within a year. She marries a fourth husband. And the fourth husband starts to see these effects. Like, he's starting to waste away way he starts to hear things in the night he starts to see these pricks on his neck and you know cuts on the inside of his mouth so he actually goes to sleep with a knife because he's he's scared that something's attacking him and uh one night he wakes up hearing something and just plunges the knife into the chest of this demon that he sees and it screeches flaps its ass wings and flies out the window and he wakes up he's like holy shit where's my my wife's gone like Oh, I can't believe I just stabbed this thing. And the next day, his wife is found not far from the house, dead with a knife wound in her chest. So that's where and kind of the legend arrested. comes from. Yeah, he gets arrested. It's, that's murder, brother. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> 25 to life. Philippines, death penalty. No, no, listen, listen. She had wings on her ass. Yeah. Okay? She flew out the fucking window. Get your story straight, brother. Right? All that's, right, man. That's where that legend comes from. But there's, there's, there are... Legends of like Mandarugos who play the long game where they pick one husband and they'll just drain you enough to like keep you alive for your whole entire normal life. Sounds pretty standard marriage right there. Yeah. That's pretty standard. <laughs> slow, <laughs> slow drain. But it's yeah. a lot of them was like, it's tongue kissing. Tongue kissing is dangerous activity with a Mandarugo. It's where they sometimes, you, you know, Got an extra long tongue. You never know. Get some little scrapes in your mouth. They're sucking blood away from you. That's why I never French kiss. <laughs> keep, keep that tongue. You can out of never my mouth. be too careful, in my opinion. Yeah, you get a little slice on the inside of your cheek. Start th stealing life force from you. You're dead within a year. Just watch out for those ass wings. Ass wings. Yeah, I mean, ass I think wings that's with ass wings, man. Yeah. Ass I think wings that's with ass it, wings. Yeah, stay away from them. I like it. I, I imagine, let's say, it like gives them a little flying, like, you know. Just ass in the ass, air. Ass in the air. Like a helicopter, <laughs> kind of, right? <laughs> like the back wings are flapping, like, uh, a lot faster, like, yeah. <laughs> than the front ones. That's how I like to picture it. 
No, I, I'm pretty, I just, I couldn't remember, so I had to quickly look it up. Aswang is just like the general term for Filipino cryptid. Like it's their term yeah. for cryptid. It's like, yeah, they're like, uh, Aswangs are like the, the type of vampire creature. I think they're like, a, this, yeah. They say like it's a umbrella term for shape-shifting creatures such as vampires, ghouls, witches. Right. So were, I, I was right beasts. when I said that. Yeah, it's, yeah so, so it's a type of Aswang. An ass, it's type of Aswang is the Wandurugo, slip and tongue, stealing your life force. If you, how, Brayden, how, uh, how can you tell if uh, you're dating a, a Mandarugo? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you, you got to look at the signs. If, you, if you're losing a lot of weight and you're not doing healthy choice, making healthy choices, you're like, God damn. Well, one, you should go to a doctor because that's not a yeah. healthy sign. Uh, you're first either da dating an ass wing or you have cancer. Or you have <laughs> cancer. Uh, but, you know, you're waking up, you got little pricks on your neck, small cuts, scratches on your body that you know, you didn't go to bed with. Um, they can't explain. You're dating an ass wang, brother. Get out. Get out. I don't know if there's any male ass wangs. Like the, like an incubus to a succubus? Yes. I'm sure there is. We didn't, we didn't, has to be. we didn't dive that far down, but I mean, if it's, if it's a, if it's just like a cryptid with a, a tongue that cuts and then they drain your blood, why it could easily just as well be a guy. Yeah. Very true. Boom. I think that's that's pretty much the list of uh, blood-sucking cryptids we came up with for this Valentine's Day. I don't think... Did we have any other stories we wanted to touch on? I don't think we have any other lovely uh, heart-stealing, heart-eating creatures. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about cryptids, but, you know, every, every man or every woman knows someone, a friend of a friend who had uh, this happen in real life. So careful out there. Make sure you make the right decision. With your future plans, with your significant other. <laughs> this Valentine's Day. This Valentine's Day. Doom and gloom. <laughs> <laughs> or at least make it worth it. No, that yeah. missionary shit. Um, all right. Well, in that case, why don't we fire up the randomatron and see what we uh what comes out? Maybe Random. punch it in for space news. I think we got some good space news. Let's see what it spits out. Well. Randomatron space news. Okay, here we go. You ask and it will obey. Space news! You know, we thought the moon was made of cheese. We thought the moon was hollow. We were all wrong. Balloon moon. You heard it here. Uh, cosmonaut Sergei Kud Sverchekov uh, <laughs> shared a video of an unusual moon setting that the moon appears to deflate as it disappears behind the horizon. Flat right? Earth. They're put packing it up for the night. Letting the air out. Yeah. Um... Well, actually, this is uh, an co incredible cosmic phenomenon known as orbital sunset of the moon. Um, you can look up the video, uh, and it, it it looks like the moon straight up loses air. It's actually how convenient that yeah. science wow. has a way to explain something so Pan strange. Pancake moon. Uh, <laughs> it it does like as you watch the video. Hashtag look it up. Uh, you can it type looks in. Uh, Def deflate gate, I think. <laughs> deflate gate. I imagine the moon would pop up first, but you can watch it. The moon appears as it drifts down below the horizon, seemingly just lets out its air and slowly shrivels and widens as it passes the horizon. Yeah, they. I mean, you could either say that's uh, that's we're watch we're watching a hologram, or you can say that. They're saying that the moon sets in the horizon over two different medians of space, and it the it's just a distortion through the atmosphere, which gives it a. I, I'm saying that that moon pancake. is a giant balloon, and it's only three thousand feet in the air, and they're they're deflating it for the night. Change changing moons, upgrading, changing moons. Checks yeah. out, checks out. Uh, it is that a, one sprang a leak. 
The new one's being inflated over the horizon, over the ice wall. Let's ship it back. It'll have a full moon in 28 days. Yep, exactly. Be coming right back. Uh, what else did we want to uh, go through here? Um, NASA chooses SpaceX to launch $99 million astrophysics mission. Uh, oh. SphereX is slated to take off as soon as June 2024. Um, this is good the, news for SpaceX. I mean, goddamn, if that company it. ever goes public, I'm in. Forget GameStop, SpaceX. Well, you could no, you could <laughs> buy, you could. Well, you know, you could, not SpaceX. You buy it a Tesla a couple of years ago, you'd be rich. Yeah, but <clears> I mean, SpaceX is like it's the pioneer right now. It's it's getting all these government contracts. Um, so this mission dubbed SphereX, which stands for spectro photometer for the history of the universe <laughs> epoch of <laughs> reionization and ice's explorer that's a fucking wordy name that is <laughs> I think they just threw all that stuff together just so they get SphereX. yeah like, i don't yeah. think <laughs> yeah i think a, they just uh yeah uh, SphereX is going to look for water and organic molecules in areas where stars are formed from gas and dust, as well as disks around stars where new planets could be forming. Boom. Uh, the mission is going to allow astronomers to collect data on more than 300 million galaxies and more than 100 million stars in the Milky Way. So It's pretty much scanning the sky in near-infrared light to help answer hey, questions. $100 million dollars well spent, in my opinion. Yep. I think so. If I could see that many galaxies and planets, that's fucking rad. Yeah, if we get a better idea on how uh, galaxies and the universe formed, why not? Sign um, me up. Do you guys, do you guys have any space news that you wanted to talk about from the ones I posted? The UAE is going to be the first of the missions launched last summer to land on Mars. <laughs> hopefully, so. The uh, UAE's first mission to Mars, Hope. The probe is supposed to re re reach there February 9th. What's the date today? Eight. 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 So tomorrow, upon recording this, Tuesday, February 9th, the UAE's probe, Hope, is supposed to hopefully engage in Mars <laughs> orbit. It's a 50-50 chance, but it'll be the first time they make it there. Uh, them, China, and United States all launch missions back in the summer because that's when earth and mars the distance would have been the shortest so they're all supposed to this one's supposed to land first and the other ones are supposed to land within the next two weeks so we'll see if they're successful hopefully getting some more info of that big old dead rock that we hope to install the future of humanity upon if, <laughs> if you I talk mean, to musk you, the uae you know they a ton of money. I'm surprised we don't hear more stuff like this from them, coming from them. Like with the amount of money they have to kind of... Well, they're new to the space space programs, like space race to... Yeah. Hmm. But, but Interesting. Yeah. I mean, they got Lamborghini police cars, so they figure they could... Their spaceships are gold-plated. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually probably would be a good use for gold-plating. Would probably be in space. <laughs> Their Mars rovers are just like Ferraris. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Got spinners on them. Yeah. Damn, they look good. They, the whole there's they're not there to like do any research. They're just there to take uh, no, photo it's ops. No, space, bro. It looks good. It's just like one good. It looks good. Photo like ops high grade, Instagram. high grade, like yeah. carbon fiber, matte no, black. It's good. It looks it looks nice. You smoke hookah out of it. It's number one good. <laughs> Best space roader ever. Anyways, mm. if uh, if they're successful, they'll be the fifth nation to send a probe to Mars. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Check back next week on Space News. Mars is getting pretty crowded. Yep. Yeah. Going after all those chocolate bars. <clears throat> we should um, we should buy some property on Mars, I think. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Got a hard enough time buying property here. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You can probably get it for pennies on the dollars, boys. Probably buy yourself a fucking 10,000 acre plot. Well, pennies don't even exist. Nickels on the dollars. <laughs> Yeah, pennies are old news. Dead. All right. Do we refire up the randomatron? How does this week? Does spit anything else out? Oh, I should have sent you two. Oh, there it is. I sorry, I didn't even see it. 
Oh, hold on. It's a lot of paperwork gets spat out at me here. Uh, this is a fan submission. This is from... <laughs> uh, this is great. First off, uh, this person not only is allowing me to use their name, but also <laughs> spelt it... Spelled out their name and then spelt it phonetically. Phonetic how spelling. I should, <laughs> how I should Fantastic. say Fantastic. So his name is uh, Dustin Bagby. So uh, <laughs> I think I fucking nailed it. Uh, right after high school, my best friend moved into a small apartment in the basement of his grandparents' house. In the winter months here in central Indiana... His grandparents would stay at their house in Florida. So for several months, the upstairs wasn't occupied. Almost daily, however, we'd hear various sounds coming up from upstairs. Footsteps, doors closing, cracking and creaking. We would occasionally venture upstairs where there was more room to play cards, watch movies, etc. It got even more weird upstairs. Curtains would move, lights would flicker, and you could still hear footsteps and other noises, even in rooms we were in. My friend was absolutely terrified and always shut down any half-hearted attempt I made at reaching out to whatever was there. And to be clear, I am 100% an atheist and total skeptic to the spiritual activity and the like. Well, one night, we were all around the table playing cards, and my buddy pointed out the curtains in the living room were moving. We were all seated at the table, so there was no way any of us could have caused it. So jokingly, I yelled out, All right, motherfucker. We know you're there. Show yourself. Almost instantly, there was a loud bang. Like someone dropped a bowling ball on the floor of the dining room we were in. That instantly solidified that something was fucking wrong in that house. And we quit joking around about it. His younger brother lives in the apartment now and claims the noises are still happening to this day. Fuck that house. No, it's from Dustin Bagby. What fucking terrifying! Fuck yeah, that. no, thank you. As soon as you, as soon as you're in a situation where you can call out and reacts, is like stop calling out. Well, he called Please. you, man. He called your bluff. You try to be all hard and be like, yeah. ah, you want some motherfucker? And then it drops something. You're like, just, just kidding. kidding. No, I don't get back. Know. Sorry, man. Back. I didn't mean to raise my voice. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you want this house? Have this house. All right. Take yep. you later. Awesome. All right. I'm giving out a theorite of the week. We didn't talk about, about it before, but I know you're all going to agree with me, I think. Two-time theorite of the week, I believe. Two-time. 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 Darius on Instagram for drawing Zeltron. Yes. And Mongoose the Saiyan. And he didn't even, he drew you with Vegeta armor, not, he didn't draw you as Krillin, though he thought he should. Why would he? But he said he. He wouldn't do that. I it would have been funny. Because I'm nothing like Krillin. I'm not, well, you, can't, quote, you can't see the, you can't see the dots, but he's wearing the hat. There ain't no dots. Look at, come real quick. Bring in there. I don't see no dots. Says a direct quote though from. Uh, right, from, King Kai. Don't give me any of that. From Darius, direct quote. I'm not going to lie. I was very tempted to do it in a Krillin outfit. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I'm it's not even solid. the shortest guy in the podcast. I shouldn't be Krillin. Okay. But you're the boldest guy. That. No, I'm not. I. You want to play that uh -oh. game? You want to play that uh -oh. game? Oh, who's the boldest? Why don't you pull that fucking nice little comb over your hairdresser just gave you? <laughs> Show everybody that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I shaved my head. I embraced it. Yeah, he, There's tons. Of, look at, he got rid of it early. Right, come on. He's got lots of hair up there still, hair. though. Look at all that shadow. You got a lot of hair. Thick, beautiful, <laughs> luscious. You still, I just look good with a shaved head. You still look... You would have a lot of hair if you if you grew it out. I've got a little bit of fucking Bruce Willis from Die Hard 1. That's all it is. It's just raising a little bit here. That's all it is. Nothing wrong with going bald. No. Nothing wrong with going bald at all. Got Braden over here. Looking like he's had fucking six months of chemo talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, hey, listen, I'm very excited to go to Gobeki Tepe. 100%. We're coming back with afros. Very excited. I'm going to be coming back looking like blends. fucking Adonis. Hell yeah. Getting hair plugs and fucking Samus. Blends. I'm going to What's the guy with the fucking powerful hair? Power? Samson. Samson. That's going to be me when I come back. Say Samus. Samus, like the fucking warrior. Dan, I think we've established this case file that I do not know any classical stories. It's true. Or stories of many kinds. You got to take that filter off, man. You're giving me a headache. Got Get rid of it. What? It's killing me. <laughs> it looks so painful. I kind of look like Justin Gaethje. <laughs> no, you don't. You look like fucking Steve Buscemi from uh, Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds or whatever it is. Yeah. We're mainly an audio medium and Brayden puts on these filters and like nobody's seen them <laughs> nope. except for like, I know. Like, 17 I do, like, people who are watching hey, the I do them for our Patreon fans because they're funny. <laughs> it's just fucking um, gross. They make you laugh the most and that's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know all the people that vote for me in the polls are Patreon supporters. So you lost your title. Brain would be, the polls. Brain the polls would be further ahead in the polls if more people watch the streams. Uh, <laughs> Listen, after the numerous amount of comments about fucking Zell's ween from Braden, everybody knows Zell's gonna be the number one fucking theorist after hey, this. I'm trying to pump the numbers. No, I, I love icy weens. I like to stick. You're trying to pump more than that. I like to uh, stick at the bottom of the show, so there's no expe expectations. So that's yeah. three poles in the row with your boy Zell, fourth place. <laughs> <laughs> Consistent. No big deal. Hey. Consistency. Consistent is key. <laughs> From zero to zero, baby. Yeah, can't go wrong. Just like that. Um, all right, let's so got theory right of the week. What else do we got to do at the end of these things? Patreon supporters. All right. If you're not supporting the show already, do it. Patreon.com slash Alien Theorist Podcast. Do it. Early access, bonus material, Discord, all the good shit. $10 tier gets you to vote. You and get a vote every end of the month. You get the yeah. fan pick subtopic. 100%. We just started it last month. Oh, and don't forget Cosmic Channel. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Stop. You didn't Stop. Shut it Shut down. Shut it down. January meet uh, January meet draw winner Janelle C. I don't know if I can use her last name. I, I did. I should have asked her before I fucking announced it on the Instagram. Janelle C won the meet draw. She got herself a sweater. I blew a button on my shirt. <laughs> yes, um, you did. <laughs> That's so exciting. <laughs> I'll, I'll just cover it up on the mic. <laughs> Uh, I got too excited. I got too excited. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Janelle, see, listen, that's how I know there's no succubus right there. I, you know, when I bought that shirt six months ago, it fit like a perfect. Uh, Janelle C won the meat draw. She got herself a sweater with the design of her choice, a mug with the design of her choice, uh, a sticker of her choice, a t shirt donated by. Fucking an absolute beauty, Trent R from mm. Patreon, who donated his shirt that he was entitled to to the meat draw. Uh, that's awesome, class act. That's a beauty. Uh, so, uh, oh, and she gets the book Succubus by R.T. Graver. Wicked meat draw this month. Next month is also looking good. Uh, the draw is going to start February fifteenth. So, on Instagram and Facebook, look for it. Another Patreon beauty is also donating their shirt that month. Brock Masters, Brock fucking Masters. G, is donating the shirt that he's entitled to to the meat draw. So you're going to get a sweater, a shirt, a mug, and a sticker. Uh, absolutely awesome. So thanks, thanks everyone, and congratulations to Janelle C. Oh, yeah. The meat draw stands for monthly exclusive, exclusive alien theorist draw. Even though it shows us a whole chunk of meat on our post. Some people are like, what the fuck is this? It's an acronym. It's a good acronym. If you don't know, you don't know. Too bad. Yeah. I just didn't know. Just didn't I just know. learned that now. When did you guys come up with that? That's genius. When, uh, when we started it. When yeah, we started when we really? it. Really? Yeah. I thought it was just meat draw because the fucking whole shtick with the meat oh, draw. It's meat draw M.E. 
A.T. Right. Yeah. So it's like monthly exclusive. And monthly exclusive. We came up with it. It was pretty. Yeah. It was, the it was monthly organic. exclusive alien theater straw. We, we might have yeah. been drunk, but we did come up with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Genius. All right. This week's Patreon supporters. Epic Moon Pony. Braden Hearn. Yeah. Dylan Moore. Ben Kerr. Dylan what? That's Dylan Moore. Dylan Less. Oh. <laughs> I'm lost. Oh, my yearly pledge for, from Ben Kerr. Nomifier. Raymond. Ansley. Gabri- Gabriella. Carbone. Louis T. Saber. It's definitely not Carbone. Car. It's Carbone. It's exactly how it's spelled. Maybe there's an accent. A carbon? Is the CR? No, it has an E at the end. Carbone. Okay. Carbone. I don't make Carboni. these up. I don't make any of these names up. Logan Day. Well, Ansley's probably Ainsley. Oh. Logan Day. Sabretooth Tyler. Oh, that's, that's a good name. That's a good, that's a good name. That's the name of the week. <laughs> name of the week. Yeah. Stephen J. Hendricks, Jr. Bella Fernandez went up. The Australian's Ooh. back with a $25 oh, pledge. Australian's got a good, he's got a good name too. Rhett Stanley, freaking Steve, and Eric Ringer. Thank you very much for supporting the show. If you want to look for the link, find it in the podcast description. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the, wait a minute. H-E-T Confidentials Wednesdays. Check them out. Oh, and keep those eyes on the skies!